The following podcast you're about to listen to is brought to you by the Push Start Media Network, where everything you do in life begins with Push and Start. episode of the sport your enthusiasm podcast you know me i am your humble host bryce benjamin along with the guy who needs no introduction my guy ed ruder in the building what's good my dude everything's good today bryce. everything I, is good you got damn right ruder if i could tell you something that was bad uh-huh. i'd do it right now but i can't I, good. everything's good buddy good you know why else is good man what else is good we got some special guests in the building you heard him on the show before my guy, Matt Johnson, man of a million podcasts. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How are you? Doing well, man. Glad to have you on the show. Million, hey, it's a million one now, by the million way. And one. A million my, and one. My mistake. My mistake. <laughs> but we have another guest in the building. Another guy with a million podcasts. Well, 100,000. Let's Nine, go with 100,000. There it is. <laughs> My man Kyle Rainey in the building. What's good, my dude? Welcome to the show. What's up, Bryce? Thanks for having me on. Yes, man. Yeah, it's a pleasure. We uh we was on the two point conversation. We had our Lamar Jackson debate. Awesome, good awesome. Stuff. Yeah, it was phenomenal debate. Phenomenal. That. Yeah, I really enjoyed myself on that one. So I was like, you know what, man? I got to get this guy on the show. <laughs> Matt, you already a regular, pretty much. He had to bring you back in here. Of course, yeah. It's and, been a hot um, minute. It's yeah, hot man. Minute. We got an awesome show for you guys. And uh, Ruder. You came up with this idea. You pitched it to me. I pitched it to these guys. They was all down for it. Tell the fans what we're doing on today's episode. So what we're doing is uh, you and I, Bryce, are standing on the shoulders of giants here and trying to get some extra, extra publicity off of uh, two of my favorite guests of all time and two of my favorite guys to listen to of all time. <laughs> Thank so, you. So from the onset, we're doing that. But uh, beyond like that. that, for our listeners, what we're doing today as a show topic is that we are going to try to draft each of us five players who we want to build an nfl franchise with moving forwards so we're going to do a classic fantasy snake style draft where each of us takes a player in order and uh it's just up to us to build our franchises the way we want to whether we're trying to win now win in the future whatever we want to do we're running with it and uh, we have pre-selected an order Bryce, do you want to go ahead and give yeah, the people so what the order is number one overall we got my man Kyle drafting first. And then after that, we got Ruder, followed by Matt. And then you know you got to save the best for last. <laughs> Myself, moi. Uh, not just really. I'm not the best. He politicked his way into being last. Hey, don't tell nobody behind <laughs> the scenes shit, man. I, 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 man, the fourth I, wall. I, I feel bad. I feel like I should be sitting here going, I, I swear I didn't politic it. I know I'm blowing off my own podcast right now to be here, but I didn't politic for one. We appreciate that, by the way. Thank you. All right, man. So we're going to go ahead and kick this thing off. Kyle, the floor is yours. I am on the clock. First overall pick. First pick of five. I, I feel like there's really only one answer on this. Yeah, yeah and pretty it's, much. It's one that in any other draft, Matt knows I wouldn't take this. Give me Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. Okay. Talk to the people, man. Um, I, I mean, obviously, we just saw what he did last year. He's off the heels of two phenomenal seasons three years into the league. He's going to only continue to grow as a leader and prove that he's 
if if not the best quarterback in the league, a top three consistently, I will take that guy on my team all day. 10-year contract. You got him locked up for the long term. You know what you got in your quarterback, man? Super Bowl winner. Can't argue against that pick. I don't need 50 touchdowns every year, but if I can get between that and take a 35 to 40 every year, I've got a team that's winning quite a few games. That's a fact, man. All right. Next up, Mr. Reuter himself. Thank you. Pat Mahomes is off the board. Who you roll with, man? With Pat Mahomes off the board, I think that's a logical number one choice, as Kyle alluded to. It's pretty much the, the number one way to go, I think, for just about everybody. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm going to take a little detour. And instead of uh, watching all you jokers take QBs early, it is a QB league, but since there's only four of us, I feel confident I can get a good guy, so I'm okay. going to build defense first here. Ooh, okay, right? okay. So I'm going. He's, he's a little bit older now, but he still dominates the game both today and I think for the next four or five years into the future. For my money, the most dominant defensive lineman in football, Mr. Aaron Donald, is coming off the board here. That's who I'm building my franchise around. Okay, you want to explain your pick? Yes, I do. <laughs> so, so I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so I think that he is one of the few interior defensive linemen who can take over a game both uh, in run stuffing and in chasing down the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You have a special talent that can do that that demands double coverage. Uh, it just doesn't matter who else I take in the future on my defensive line. This guy's going to hold it down. And uh, we've seen in the past, defense wins championships. We've seen uh, who takes down the mighty Tom Brady or who takes down the mighty Peyton Manning in the past. It's a strong pass rush. So... That's where I'm going, and uh, we're, we're leading off with, with my man, A.D. Like it. Yo, the man has played six NFL seasons that has 72 sacks. The last three seasons, 2017, 11 sacks. 2018, 20 and a half sacks. And then last year, 12 and a half sacks. While being consistently double-teamed literally all game. Right. And you talk about a game wrecker. <laughs> and just bullying people. He's still under the age of 30. He, he does it with ease, and I'm sure at some point there's a toll on his body, but... He's got four more years on his deal as well there, Ed. Yep. That's, you're telling me all things that I know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's an aware general manager. That's, that's, fine. Fine. that's why I took him, guys. You, you don't have to, no Bill O'Brien. You don't have to sell me, Billy O. Stooge. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Top two picks is off the board. Matt Johnson, you are next. All right. I'm actually a little surprised he fell for me. Is fell it Andrew Luck? No. Don't, don't, I was, I was, don't even you, start. You beat me to the point. Bro, I mean, you could. Bring him back. Uh, no, nah, he's smart. He's smart and stays away from the game. Uh, I'm actually very happy, though, that he fell to me because I think one of the most important things you can have, uh, to me, before anything else, you have to have a good, really good offensive weapon that you can plug in any, uh, you know, it could be any level or experience of quarterback or and they can benefit from that player being there. So uh, I'm going to go with... Mr. Run CMC, Christian McCaffrey Ooh. as my number one overall. The man can do it all. The man can do it all. Whether it be going out for a, for a pass, I'm not sure what his longest reception is, but uh, uh, the dude can catch and the dude can run. And he's that perfect QB. Like if you have a young quarterback, it doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, if you're drafting him, if he's a couple years in, you have a safety valve. Tom Brady made a career out of having safe running back safety valves that can catch passes, right? James White has flourished, uh, and, and so many others. You know, Sony Michelle and, and uh, Rex Burkhead did a little bit too. Uh, but over the years, over his twenty, you know, twenty or so years, he was with the New England Patriots. He survived with a safety valve. Christian McCaffrey can be that guy for any type of quarterback, young or old. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I de facto number one, I, I think, in my opinion. Uh, need offensive weapons. Need offensive. 
lead offensive weapons. You, you see sometimes, you know, these teams with younger quarterbacks, they can win, uh, and inexperienced quarterbacks, they can win games and put together, uh, you know, decent playoff runs with a good supporting cast. And I think CMC is the ultimate uh, supporting cast in that manner. Yeah, man. You go look at his numbers. Like, they speak for themselves. Like, the man had over 1,300 yards rushing and 15 touchdowns. He had over 100 catches and 1,000 yards receiving, four touchdowns. Back-to-back years over 100 catches. Back-to-back years, like, literally Weapon X. Workhorse. You know, and and think about, like, the... the uh, the, the plethora of quarterbacks he's worked with. You know, you've had a banged-up cam the last couple of years. You've had uh, Kyle, Kyle Allen. Allen, Will Greer. Like, Will Greer did not sit the field. That, <laughs> man, that man got himself ran out of town in training camp. Yikes. You know, there's been a few others, and he's succeeding. He's succeeding well. So, yeah, de facto number one for myself. Awesome pick, man. I like it. Respect that. All right, I'm up next. And come on, man. Y'all, y'all know where this pick is going. Like, like, do I even need to explain what's going on right now? We saved them for you. I appreciate it. We let it go. That. We let it go for you. So, fourth overall pick. You guys know who I'm going with. If you know me, you know who I represent. Is it Joe Flacco? <laughs> That's exactly is it, who it is. Is it Kyle? Not, is it Kyle Bowler? That is it. Who should have been a bowler? No. El- Elvis Kerback? Matt? <laughs> We already talked about this. <laughs> Jamal Lewis, right? Actually, Jamal, you know, Jamal Lewis was great. <laughs> he was pretty awesome. Um, nope, nope, nope. We going with the reigning, defending, undisputed MVP of this past season. Also, voted by his peers, the number one player from this past season, Lamar Action Jackson, 23-year-old quarterback. Just keeps improving. Every single year that he plays football just keeps getting better and better and better. Nobody outworks this man in the offseason. He comes back. He always improves. And then I get to build an offense around this dynamic threat. I mean, the man had over 30, over 3,000 yards passing last year, led the league with 36 touchdowns passing. Not to mention, he broke Michael Vick's record and rushing, uh, rushing for a QB with over 1,200 yards rushing, seven touchdowns there. Man, I'm good. Like you, y'all get Lamar Jackson late in the first first round of this draft, man. I'm good to go. No, it's not. I mean, like when when you're starting off with it, when we're looking at it from this perspective that we're at right now, you want those guys that can kind of do a little bit more than just the average. You know, just just a you know, I mean, the reason why I chose C Mac, right? Running backs who can catch the ball are much more valuable uh, right now. And I know we had this debate before, but right now in time, Lamar Jackson is a pretty good passer and a really good and a pretty good runner as well uh so we can do that for you if, if you lack in certain areas price don't fall out of your chair here i'm, I'm <laughs> gonna say something nice about lamar jackson oh wow <laughs> um the benefit you have of taking lamar jackson number one like like i had said on the podcast is there's no doubting his talent it's a question of his, if he's a passer you take him number one starting your franchise you get to build the entire team around yep. him mm-hmm. And that's the biggest benefit. You can yes, build sir. it to his strengths instead of going, everything we have to do really has to equate two passes. You could follow that up with two, two stud running backs. No one's questioning that offense. Yes, sir. I think our peers kind of said it all here, Bryce. It's a great pick, but your only mistake was not saving him for your second back-to-back here. To make him uh, more value. Now you've got to pay him that first-round money. <laughs> hey, so, listen, listen. So you listen, screwed up but there, pal. he gets an extra year of team control. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. And on top of that, he wins the Super Bowl, man. I'm giving him all the money. Just throw it at him. Take it. Take it all. Take it all. All right. So then second round, I get to go again. And so Lamar Jackson is going to be our first overall pick. I can kind of go a couple of ways with this one here, but... I'm a firm believer that you win football games in the trenches. Okay. 
I drafted my high value quarterback. Got to protect him, right? And what better way to protect him than to draft the best left tackle in the league? And it's going to be a trend here. No, I totally, guy, totally understood. Ronnie Stanley, second pick for my the name of my team is called the Drop Kicking Unicorns, by the way. <laughs> drop Kicking Unicorns. Buffalo, Niagara Falls Drop Kicking Unicorns. Yeah, let's roll with that. But yeah, man, the dude didn't give up a sack last year. Uh, every year, he just keeps improving. He's on the last year of his rookie deal. I'm going to go ahead and sign on to a, to a max left. He's the highest paid left tackle in the league coming up soon. And he deserves it, man. He doesn't get... he Phenomenal run blocker. Phenomenal pass blocker. He's young. He's only 26, 27 years old. So he's going to be around for another six, seven, eight years. I'm saying he beat the trend on most uh, first round linemen. You don't usually you see these guys in the top 10 who don't pan out. And you have Stanley, who's a six overall pick, who's probably going to make $20 million a year on the next contract. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And who got absolutely robbed blind in the NFL top 100. Oh, he tell me been about higher. it. Tell me about it. All the offensive linemen, man. We, uh, Ruder and I did an episode that's going to be coming out uh, Sunday. Okay. Um, yeah, we were talking about it. All the offensive linemen. Your guy. He's a top 10 football player. There's, there's no way he should be lower than that. So They don't he's a scary love dude. the big uglies. Exactly. <laughs> they don't appreciate him, man. No, no love. We appreciate y'all. Ronnie Stanley, come on down. Hey, that was the very first NFL player we ever got on. We got Lady Drew really? over on the two point. Nice. Very nice. That's yeah. a, that's a that's get true. right there. Yeah, true. man. All right. Matt. All right. I'm going to be a total homer here. Okay. If, if Bryce can be a homer with Lamar Jackson and Ronnie Sanders. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go homer on the defensive side. All right. Let's start building up this defense a little bit. Uh, Linebacker, linebacker position. It's it's pretty important. It's, uh, you know, you got to be, you got to have a certain quickness and awareness and, uh, you know, to you, whether it's, you know, incoming run play incoming pass play and uh yeah kyle already knows i'm going with uh i'm gonna go with darius Leonard, the maniac here uh had to had to all right the guy's criminally underrated all right criminally underrated but he's a force he's a he's a force to be dealt uh you know he's very tough all right 284 tackles 12 sacks six force fumbles two fumble recoveries seven interceptions all right so if you need if you need help in the in in pass defense or run defense it's the guy to go to. This is the guy to go to. Uh, and still so young. I think that's the most important thing when looking at this. The dude's only 25 years old, right? Uh, yes. Born in 95. Yeah, he's yeah. 25 years old. So I'm going to get a lot of mileage out of him. His best years are haven't even happened yet. Unless he Luke Keekly's you. Oh, God. Why he's, do you got to keep twisting? Knock the, on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> keep on twisting the dagger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you say, like, underrated. Like, I think he's underrated to people that don't watch football. Because if you, if you yes. watch football, you know this dude's a you know fucking he is. baller. He is. Like, the dude, is he came in, he's an all-pro his rookie year. Even some like, people, a, yeah, even some crazy. people who talk about football, who get paid to talk about football, still sleep on Darius Leonard. Um, I mean, I'm not one to look too heavily into rankings. You know, there are great discussion topics for podcast episodes and this and that. But, dude, do you think he was outside, like, the top 50? It, was, it, it, wasn't he outside the top 70, possibly? Uh, and it's just, it's, like you guys said, criminal. That's a guy who honestly should be a top 30 player in so the league. So disrespectful. Without a doubt. If not higher. Without a doubt. And, uh, you know, it's like, how could you, how, how do you, how do you overlook this guy? How do you overlook this guy? He's pretty much the face of the defense. I would put him as the face of the defense. Oh, yeah. Um, even with some of the additions that they've had over the last couple of years, Darius Leonard's the face of the Colts defense. So, um, the maniac. So, so, maybe Matt could correct me on this, but he, you mentioned he was an all-pro his uh, his very first year. I think he was an alternate year, that year because one of the favorite things that I ever heard that came out from Darius Leonard was that he was really disappointed that he didn't make 
the All Pro team, and it wasn't one of those things. Where I think it was like, Pro Bowl. Pro, was it the Pro Bowl? Pro Bowl. Okay. He's he was, he's he was first, first team, team All Pro. Pro. Okay, first team All Pro. Yep. But he didn't make the Pro Bowl, right? So, right? But he came out with a statement, and it wasn't like he was one of those guys that was a prima donna that came out. I should have been there. This and that. He just legitimately wanted to be there, right? Because that's his goal in life. Yeah. To do that. And he he just seemed like a great guy in the interview that I watched, and he's he, he seems awesome. He takes everything like he eats it like a tic tac. Like he, he uses his momentum. You know, a lot of people should, like, I highly recommend anybody who goes through life and they keep getting, like, punched in the mouth and disrespecting that way, use it. Use that shit as ammunition. Yeah. And Darius Leonard uh, exemplifies that perfectly to me. So, yes, sir. Yeah, he dropped to the second round of the draft in real life because he didn't test well. But, yeah. like, he was a, he's a gamer. Where he, like, he, in South Carolina, he was a gamer. Yeah. South Carolina State, excuse me. The combine is such bullshit. Yeah. Exactly. I, I love looking at the stats of it. But it's my favorite because I'll, I'll see somebody test raw, test not well and go, oh, that's a nice pick in the third round. who will be a great starter for years. Exactly. Oh, oh no, he didn't bench well. Gives <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, a <laughs> shit. Hey, I'll peg him down to the seventh round. Combine Warriors, man. Yeah. yeah. A lot of those guys that didn't perform well in the combine came out and just were some of the goats, yep. right? Yep. Tom Brady, yeah. Jerry Rice. Yeah. None of those guys and tested Quan well. Bolden. Yep. None yeah, of those guys tested well. Out. I hate saying it because of what his career became, but look at somebody like Vontae's perfect. As much of a dirty bastard as he is, <laughs> that's a guy who had the game tape. He was phenomenal in college, and he fell completely out of the draft. Mm-hmm. I was pounding the table for the Bills that year. Go I was get too him. for Baltimore. Go yeah. get him. Yes, sir. He had a hell of a career before he started murdering people. Yeah, I remember Vernon Ghoston. Like the dude that just blew up the combine that one hand and went like ninth overall and, and didn't yeah, do a and damn didn't do thing. Shit. Yeah, combine <laughs> uh, warriors, man. Yeah. Gotta be Larry. I think the Bills had a couple guys like that, or like most of their two thousands, but <laughs> no, Aaron, I, I talked Aaron, to uh, this guy's name is um uh, his, his name is Bert. He's actually an NFL combine trainer down in Florida. He worked with uh Gabriel Gabe Davis. Davis and Zach Moss and all these guys. He said a lot of a lot of reasons for that is that guys just like to play it safe. Like GMs and stuff, they just like to play it safe. They don't like to Reached it. They always look at that combine number, and you know they're just like, oh, oh, he's good. Take him in. And they don't. They don't really. In a lot of these GMs, they don't really look at game film and stuff. So, wow. yeah, it's uh, it, it, and that's it's, how you get Aaron Maben on your team, <laughs> <laughs> and Eric Flowers going back before that. So, oh boy. All right, man. Ruder. Yes, sir. Who are you taking in the second round, my dude? Second round, I have decided that I'm going to keep building my defense. Okay, after, I love it. After this young man fell to me, I I thought for sure that when Matt was talking, until he said Homer, I thought he might <laughs> be going in this direction. Uh, so I mentioned with Aaron Donald, all the superlatives there, that this is a guy that you have to double cover. Uh, so my theory for building my team is I'm going to keep adding guys that you have to double cover until you run out of guys, right? That's, that's my move. So I'm going with Khalil Mack, the edge mm, rusher from the Chicago excellent. Bears. Also a homer, by the way, because I watched him play at UB. Okay. And uh, my God, it, the, my favorite game, one of my favorite college football games to watch of all time is when UB ran into Ohio State. And at the half, Khalil Mack by himself had UB Bulls in the game against Ohio State, which was incredible. He looked like the best player on the field then, uh, just all over freak. the field. He had a quiet 2019 season, but like it was it was kind of quiet. It yeah, was, can, it was, can we blame him or that no, trade right, from the Chicago that's, team? Yeah, that, with that, you on that Chicago account. defense was just... Oh, I was on the field a lot. That, that's pretty much what it was. But yeah, it was. It was. I wasn't like scared of Chicago's defense last year. And Khalil Mack had a very quiet 2019 well, I season. Mean, we want, we want Khalil Mack to punch people in the face and not be running marathons. <laughs> and, <Right>. that, <laughs> and the and the thing with Khalil Mack is that you know again he's a guy that demands that you put 
two guys in his direction. I mean, the thing is, for me, he doesn't always produce numbers uh, like you might think. Same thing with a guy like Aaron Donald, right? The numbers may not be there, but his impact on the field when you're watching the game, it's it's incredibly relevant. He's, I he's mean, blowing up plays. Even if he's not you know, getting to the quarterback, he's making the quarterback throw early, right? I mean, and loading up my team with guys like that is... Uh, that's the way I'm going so far. I don't like the way that you're drafting right now because you just literally like took the two most unstoppable defensive players in the league. Like that's <laughs> See what like, I do? that's fucking stupid. See what I do? Like and then he like this guy over here, his team's like first Super Bowl victory was all defense. He's getting mad at somebody for drafting your yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah, like like <laughs> come on. Like, God damn, man. Good job, man. Good <laughs> Thanks, job. buddy. You're, Thanks, I buddy. Got you. you're a hell of a team. <laughs> Kyle! You are on the clock again, my sir. I am giddy. You guys dropped my plans directly into my hands here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give Patrick Mahomes a weapon. Okay. And a 26-year-old best receiver in the league. Mm. Give me as much as... It's funny he brought up prima donnas and people call him that. Give me Michael Thomas. Mm. Okay. okay. Michael Thomas. Okay. I, I'm all ears. Michael Thomas is a guy who I've watched continually grow his stats year after year. He's got an aging Drew Brees... And he's never had a number two receiver really against him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Truthfully, I think Michael Thomas is going to continue to grow and break records this year, given that he's not facing the double coverage constantly. Emmanuel Sanders is still a better option than Deontay Harris, no matter how old Emmanuel Sanders is. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to take what was the number one wide receiver in the league last year and pair him with who could be the number one quarterback in the league. Sounds like shades of Moss and Brady in 07. That could be a very scary tandem, especially you got Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball to him, and you know the man doesn't drop anything like crazy good hands. Um, I'm not the biggest Michael Thomas guy myself, um, but at the same time, like you look at his numbers, they don't lie. Like, Correct. Like the, the man puts up stats. He's going to give you numbers, and you got a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes throwing to you. The only fight anybody imagine. ever gives me with that will look at the numbers. Who's your possession receiver? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard the possession receiver thing, but I think a lot of these players that we talk about, they get kind of pigeonholed into, into what the offense gives them. Correct. So you can't blame the Michael Thomas volume on Michael Thomas, right? There's a ton of other weapons on that team. you got guys like Elvin Kamara that's there. Um, and, and, you know, Drew Brees, at that point in his career, what, what's he kind of looking like? He looks to me like kind of a check-down quarterback Correct. at this point. He's not yeah. looking to throw the ball that far. So yeah. the fact that when you have a check-down quarterback, and even if we were to call him a possession receiver, right, who's just going to catch a ton of little passes over the middle, well, he broke the NFL record for receiving, right, right. For, for, for catches. He, so he also caught five games worth out of Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. who was yeah, not I, set up to pass in that offense. I can't knock the pick, man. Offensive player of the year last year as well, man. I definitely uh, can't knock it. And then you back up at the clock again. I am, and I'm going to, this is where I'm going to bring in a little bit of my own homerness here. Okay. I'm going to the other side of the field. Okay. I'm going to take Tredavious White. Excellent. Um, quite possibly, if not the best, a top two cornerback in the league. A guy who kind of piggyback off what Matt was saying with Darius Leonard doesn't complain about the shit. He listens to a lot of it. He's going to go about his business, and he's going to take the disrespect and prove it on the field. Mm-hmm. He's been just disrespected by so many people in the NFL. You're not better than this guy. That's great. You can say that about Stephon Gilmore, but Stephon Gilmore gave up a touchdown last year. Did Trey White? No. <laughs> uh, a guy who's going to get paid sooner than later, but I think he's the premier corner in the league right now, and I would gladly take him as my building piece of defense. Can't argue against that, man. The dude is like, what you, when you look up the definition of shutdown corner, like, it's him. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, that's what it is. Like, yeah. that's what he does. He takes people out of the game. 
And you throw it to his like he got great ball skills too. The man has six interceptions last year. Yeah. yeah. But not to mention, not too many people throwing his way. No. no. So you throw in his way, it's either gonna be an incompletion or interception. Like, correct. Goddamn. <laughs> and, and and somewhere Bills fans listening to this right now are having an absolute conniption because I not only took Patrick Mahomes. But the player that the Bills traded out of the spot for as well, <laughs> Trey White. And Bills fans don't know how to feel. <laughs> you have brought that draft full circle now. Oh, I, I have. have. I have. <laughs> Unintentionally. And, and shout out to, to Trey White real quick, too. Because if, if no one follows him on social media, you should be. Because he's also absolutely hilarious. Yes. If you haven't yes. seen it, he's a great personality. He's the greatest goalie in the NHL. That yep. is correct. He, he's uh, the uh, Tredavious White Goalie, goalie Academy. Academy out of yeah, Louisiana. Outstanding. Absolutely. Outstanding stuff on social media if you haven't seen it. Did him. you see he, he got did drafted? One of his intros. He did that for one of his like uh, primetime football intros too. I think he did. But he also got drafted by a junior hockey team yes. last or this year. <laughs> really? That's, yeah. That's they, awesome. they did their draft and they took their last pick of the draft of Tredavious White, goaltender, <laughs> Louisiana. <laughs> like, <laughs> and one final note on that pick because it's one of my my favorite moments in uh, recent Bills history. He. Only he could frustrate a guy like uh, Rob Gronkowski yep. so much that he drops that uh, Macho Man elbow drop on him. Oh, he did do that. Yeah. I have never he, in my life contemplated coming out of the stands in a game, and I was infuriated. <laughs> when I saw in that, that I thought that was just brutally was ugly and terrible. Yeah, yeah was, and, and Gronk was like twice the size of him. I mean, practically in stature, he's, he's a lot taller than him, and, and Trey White is all over him, man. Uh, excellent pick, dude. Excellent pick. Johnson. Ed. No, it's Ed. Ruder, it's Ed. my fault. Yes, sir. That's okay. That's okay. My fault. So, so far, I've been uh, highly lauded here for my amazing picks by just about everyone in the room, I think. So, so far, I think my team's in the lead, if I had to guess. <laughs> I mean, yo, listen, I mean, if, I'm you, just, if I mean, you feel that way, go ahead. I, mean, I, I respect that's, it. That's where I'm at. It's just where I feel right now. So, yeah. I still think that, you know, games are won with defense. I'm going to switch to the other side of the ball real quick. Okay. Um, I, I was thrown into uh, heart palpitations earlier when you selected uh, Lonnie Stanley, which was a great pick. But when you said one of the best offensive linemen in the league, my, my, my heart jumped into my throat because I thought you were taking my guy here. Okay. I, I thought I could get him here. He might not make it back around. So I'm going Quentin Nelson mm, from, from Matt Johnson's Colts. Very good. Don't because, flip tables. No, I'm because, not. I actually like that pick. I like it a lot. Because I think that he sets the tone on the offensive line. Uh, he is a monster in the interior. Uh, I'm going to build on run and defense is what I'm going to do here. So I need that great... Uh, interior offensive lineman. He's he can pull with some of the most athleticism that I've seen at the guard position in years. Oh yeah, and he probably leads the league in pancakes, if I'm not mistaken. Both eaten and <laughs> on the football field would be my guess. He's so, a yeah, he's a scary scary. Yeah. Dude. That's a, dude. That's a great pick, man. Uh, yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more. It's Quentin Nelson special. Uh, not often you get like a you know a, not every not all the time does an offensive lineman kind of come through, and he's like an enigma in his own like. There's been a lot, but the first one that always comes to my mind is uh, Anthony Munoz from oh, yeah. uh, the, the Bengals, Bengals. Yeah. Bengals Hall of Famer, and he was an enigma, and, and people knew who he was. Again, offensive linemen don't get a whole lot of love, don't get a whole lot of recognition. Usually, if you're an enigma on the offensive line, it's because of bad things. Shout right. out Richie Incognito. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so, I, yeah, I couldn't agree. That's an excellent pick. Ed. To, to, to your point, Matt, when you you talk about players getting recognition in a game on the offensive line and Kyle the kind of to Kyle's point too when you're talking about it what do you hear when you hear from an offensive lineman oh a, a penalty you hear their name when their their name yes, is called for, right. for penalties right yep. so not only are penalties incredibly low on Quentin Nelson but you're hearing his name for just blowing people up on the offensive yeah. line the protection that he provides uh, I love watching uh the Colts run their rollout plays either to the right or left with him pulling they're like they're like magic out there so uh it's, it's pretty cool to watch, so he's uh, joining the roster here. The dude 
is admittedly for two years, rookie his rookie year all pro pro bowler, second year all pro pro bowler. I've never seen an offensive lineman come in with such an impact and just make the whole team better. Correct. Like the coach just became like a better team when he was inserted onto the offensive line. Yeah. Shout out Chris Ballard. I say this all the time on the two point. I say it's mad all the time. The best GM in the league. I was gonna say I'll go out on a limb here and say he's the best GM. He, in the he is, and that's the guy who watches Brandon Bean put a team together. And he's very proud of what the Bills have done. I still don't think he holds a candle to what Chris Ballard's done. Especially with all the bullshit he's had to deal with over the last couple of years, too. Mm-hmm. Which which is really not fair if you think about it for the rest of the league. They had pri- prior to that, if I'm not mistaken, it was Bill Polian, right? No, Ryan Grigson. Ryan Grigson he before was but terrible. But, but Bill Polian before that. <laughs> was, was uh, terrible. Terrible. Was it? Yeah, it was Polian. Yeah, they let him go after, uh, after Manning. Uh, they got rid of Manning, and I think Grigson came in and just. Okay. Really Andrew Lux destroyed things. Yeah. So, so you had okay. So you had him in there in the meantime. But going from at one point or another from Polian to this, I mean, it's that's two dynasty building type of GMs exactly. in there. I mean, that's, that's awesome, man. That's, yeah. Uh, we, I wish we do Colts. more with it. I wish we would do more with it. That's like I always compare the Colts to Green Bay. They get a lot of generational people, quarterbacks, players. We don't have the chips behind it. <laughs> uh, I mean, Green Bay obviously has a few more than than Indianapolis does, but it's like you. you I'll say this: the results. Prop, props to Indy though for for rolling out. What was it? Three weeks before the season, your franchise all pro quarterback backs out Two on weeks. you at the last second, yep. and to put together a season like they did yeah. uh, that were competitive started I mean, that, off hot, but yeah, I feel like that would bury most franchises. You know, no, so. for sure. He just kept pressing on and, and this and that. Colts have a lot of injury issues. That's that's been a big problem with theirs. I'm not sure what it is with the there's the training staff or what, but a lot of injury issues. But I mean, it's always been. They've been persistent. They just don't really throw in the towel. Love so. the coaching with Frank Reich. That's yeah. probably a great testament to why. I mean, it's a, one of the greatest comeback guys stories in college and pro history. So that there's anybody to lead a team that when the chips are down, it's he's the guy. So for sure, pretty cool. For sure, I'm very right. very happy to have him. You're uh, on the clock, man. All right, I'm on the clock. I'm gonna go quarterback here. All right, I'm gonna go quarterback. Young guy. Uh, his coach is kind of a dumb dumb. <laughs> exactly what I thought. <laughs> I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson here. Ooh. All right. I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson. The man has done a lot with, I would say, a little. He's had DeAndre Hopkins. Of course, that's not Had. a little. But everything else, everything else around him, not good. Like an offensive, offensive line. line. Like they don't protect the guy. Yeah. He just gets murdered. He gets murdered all the time. Uh, Lamar they, Miller. I mean, he's got a, Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, they, they, finally, <laughs> finally, it happened this they, year. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, you're not wrong. <laughs> it finally came together, and uh, but the dude's doing a lot with a the little there. He's uh, he's one of them game changing quarterbacks. Like I, I, I think in a couple years we'll be talking about Deshaun Watson in the same breath as maybe a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers. And what I mean by that is, as long as they're on the field, that team has a chance to win. All right. Uh, yeah, he's been like a sent out like a lamb to the slaughter. It's because he went to to Clemson, isn't it? No, I'm not. I mean, a Clemson guy. No, no, that, that's why he's really good. Oh, he's your, oh, uh, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I've heard good stories about him as a person, and uh, no, I mean, phenomenal player. I watched this dude get kicked in the eye last year and throw a touchdown. I think they were, were they in London. Yeah, they play in Oakland. I know that. Yeah, they, he got like kicked in the eye and he threw a touchdown pass. He comes off holding his eyes like, and he made it look easy. And I think he was the most sacked quarterback last year, yes, too. Yes, the last, mm-hmm. like, two years combined. Yeah, mm-hmm. so and he's still playing at a high level. And, by the way, we're drafting, all right? So my first pick was run CMC. He's got a safety valve. Oh, shoot. Yeah. That entire defensive front is coming after me. Here you go, C-Mac. Make things happen. And, you know, if, if they had a competent coach 
which you know I'm gonna have to hire. But <laughs> whatever I have to have to hire. But uh, if you have a competent coach that can game plan around this, and I mean, you give Deshaun that would be the best like possible weapon, dual threat running back that can run, catch. Deshaun Watson would he would feast uh, on you know the way we're drafting so far. So yeah. Deshaun Watson is one of those quarterbacks that makes the Texans look better than what they are. Oh, that, for that's sure. That's not a good football team. They have a terrible head coach. They built up the team like shit. They don't protect the man at all. And he just goes out there and he just makes it happen every single fucking game. Yeah. Right? Brandon he, Cooks is their number one receiver. I know. Right. Exactly. Like, exactly. Everyone's like, oh, Brandon Cooks, yeah, he's, he's really good. It's like, dude, he's been the number one wide receiver on like four teams in the last four <laughs> Like, your fucking head coach GM, he trades your best offensive player for fucking cookies. And then you go, hey, man. And, and then you go and get crumbs to replace him. Like, come on. <laughs> David Johnson's great with his walker. And oh, my God. I just hope he get out of Houston, man. I, I really do. And we're well, in this draft. He is he right now. The, he can come to the Colts. He can come to the Colts. And let's not Every forget life. the most the most uh, sacked quarterback. It's not like he's a statue back there, right? right. He's not like Philip Rivers, for example. I, right. Where did Philip Rivers end up in this offseason? Where did he go? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh he's he the best offensive line. Oh, okay. All right. oh. With some good pass catching running backs. Oh, it's, oh. A, it's a pretty good tight end. <laughs> for your sake, they better be a 12 and 14 for, for your sake this year. Oh my god. You ain't five. kidding. You ain't kidding. Uh, I'll lose my shit. I might. No, I'm not going to. I don't burn jerseys, so we're just. Yeah. Don't do that. So, <laughs> that's a bad habit to start. Intrigued here to see what two Baltimore Ravens players Bryce drafts. <laughs> actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, no, we're going to go in a different direction here, actually. Is All it right. a former Baltimore Raven? I mean, you'll find out in a minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, no, it's not, actually. And uh, I'm going to go defense this time around. And I'm a Baltimore guy, and I grew up, I grew up around phenomenal defense. And uh, he's always had a the, the guy in the backfield that's always covered everything up in, in Ed Reed. Now, obviously, Ed Reed isn't in the league anymore. He's in the Hall of Fame jacket <laughs> but um we're gonna draft somebody that uh he is just a fucking dynamic playmaker in safety and you have him on the field he's gonna make plays and uh i mean there's an argument right now that he's one or two best safeties in the league but i think he's the best i'm going derwin james mm, wow phenomenal phenomenal nailed safety it. he was hurt last Kyle year nailed it yeah yeah man like he, he he's an awesome player dude like i like jamal adams I got to get the slight edge to Derwin James. I would agree with that all day. What I seen him is when he did his rookie season, I'm like, this is not what a rookie safety should be doing in the league right now. Like, he's literally everywhere on the field. Like, this is ridiculous. You can put him up in the box. You can you can play in the, in the tackle box. You can put him in pass coverage, and he's a blanket in the secondary there for you. He's a, a safety valve. He can come up. He makes the tackles, and he's a great leader of my defense moving forward. Give me Derwin James to go ahead and be – the uh, the leader of my defense. Very good. Moving I forward. think all Derwin James fans are thanking you for getting him out of the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else got anything to add to that? I really like that. Pick. I, I think okay. it's fantastic. I didn't. I kind of wasn't expecting it. I don't think. Again, one of those kind of guys. They people always good, but nobody talks he, about he him. He gets the same quality of Darius Leonard on that. He doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah. But then again, I feel like safeties and offensive line get the benefit of you're not hearing their names. They're doing their job. Yeah. I think it also goes back to the fact that he was injured last year. Right. right. So people, you know, kind of out of sight, out of mind. But not it was for a this huge guy, difference. Not for Bryce. It was a huge difference. And, and like the Chargers' defense took a big step back with without him last year. Um. So. Very good. Very good. All right. And guess who's back on the clock? I'm back on. Is it you? 
Me. Not you, man. Oh, no. Not your turn. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, back to me. Okay. We're going to stick on the defensive side of the ball again. Okay. And I talked about it earlier. I believe that football games are one in the trenches. All right. You got to protect your quarterback. But on the opposite side of the football, you got to be able to get after the quarterback. Okay. All right, guys. Got a trivia question for you. Mm-mm. All right. Yes. Who was the second leader in sacks last year? I can see, so I'm not going to answer. I almost said Shaq <laughs> Barrett, but that was a leader. He was a leader. Number two, Chandler Jones. Yes. Come on down. 30 years old, right in the prime of his career. Pass rushers usually tail off. They can usually last around the league um, pretty effectively into their mid to late 30s. So I'm getting him right in his prime. Last year, he had 19 sacks. Like, look at his last five years. Since 2015, 12 and a half sacks, 11 sacks, 17 sacks, 13, 19. Give me the guy that can go get after the pass, the quarterback that can go and pass rush for me. He's going to make impact plays. He forces fumbles. He's a game-changing, dynamic defensive threat. And I got him and Derwin James as my two leaders on my defense right now. I'm good. Chandler Jones. I'm picking unicorns, baby. (laughs) You're doing it. I love that. I love that. You can't argue with the production there, right? And so you can tell a couple years can be fluky, right? You can end up with uh, another great dominant defensive lineman on your team that opens you up to get some sacks. There can be some freebies at the end of games. When you're talking a league leader is going to end up with 20, you know, an extra sacker here, here or there, I mean, that really is going to inflate your totals, right? But the the level of production that he's had year after year after year, we can tell this is the guy, right? So for me, great choice right there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It. I love it. I love it. it. It's, it's another one of those guys I feel like I feel like I like this the most. Just we're not talking the names of names. We're not talking the biggest star power. We're talking the guys who are actually producing who you want to build around. That's mm-hmm. a guy who doesn't get the the quite. He plays in Arizona. Nod. Yeah, he plays well, in Arizona. That, he played in, in New England. In New England. Yeah. He still didn't really get the nod. It was the whole New England defense and Tom Brady and yeah, Bill Belichick and yeah. But, but he went to like once he went to Arizona, that's where he became really a household he really name. Stood out, right? It's yeah. just that you know he's in Arizona, and you know, I mean, Arizona could be an up and coming team this these last few years. Needs some help on the defensive side. Yeah, but he's a good anchor. He's a good anchor for them to have. Uh, I think I love that you said that they're an up and coming team. That's I, I think I mentioned it before when we were talking about our uh, our team previews. Yeah, uh, Arizona for me is one of the most fascinating yes. young teams, to watch, and that was before they added DeAndre Hopkins. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see what Arizona does. Yeah, because if 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 um, Kyler, if, yeah, if if um, if Kyler Murray can come out and uh, make any kind of a leap forward, you know, I'm not saying that he's to the caliber of these guys, but like what Pat Mahomes did in the second year, what yeah. Lamar Jackson did in their second year, that that could be a really fascinating team to watch. So yeah, so, uh, have pumped. you guys looked at the schedule Arizona's got this year? I have not. Okay, uh, we got a chance when we did our team previews on this, and I will put my hot take out here for the world. I don't care. I've got Arizona going thirteen and three. Wow, they have, that was your boldest one. Yep. They wow, have a cakewalk schedule. They've made so many improvements. I would not be shocked to see, to see Arizona in the heart of things come playoff season. I love it, man. I really do. They're my most fascinating team to watch this year, and it's not even close. The second's not even close. So I think it's uh. No, Great Kingsbury's, prediction is really cool. Kingsbury's done a good, really good job out in Arizona with uh with, he, with what he's he was in our fantasy league. He was yeah, he was in our <laughs> <laughs> fantasy draft. All right. All right. Now I'm on the clock. Now I'm on the clock. Matt Johnson. Matt Johnson. Uh I'm gonna go back to the defensive side of things. All right, I'm gonna look at uh I'm gonna look at the safety position. 
All right, it's a little, little more help in the secondary. Got the maniac can do, do a little bit of everything. Uh, but let's have somebody at free safety. I'm going to put uh, Pittsburgh Steelers Minka Fitzpatrick. Nice. Guy who can play both spots in the secondary. He can. He can. And very, very well at that. I watched this man. I'm pretty sure it was him. It was, yeah, I think it was him. Uh, rip a touchdown pass out of Eric Ebron's hand. Uh, I mean, granted, Eric Ebron couldn't catch syphilis from a crack core last year. But Minka Fitzpatrick <laughs> is pretty, he's pretty, pretty good. And he's on the young side. Uh, former Dolphins guy. I, I was, like, shocked that they traded him. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm did, you sorry. Guys, did you guys read the Bleacher Report article on him? Like, the no. story behind that? So, did you guys take a look at that? I'm pretty sure I caught Pete. Yeah, he was saying that, um, you know, he, they brought in uh, uh, Flores from New England. He bought in, and then, like, instantly Flores just had him playing out of position where he felt like he wasn't going to make a plays. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, uh, you know, can I try something else? You know, I'm pretty good at this, too. And they just completely ignored him. And then he goes out there, and they get torched by Baltimore week one. Then week two wasn't so good as well. And then trade me. It's Yeah, that was essentially verbatim what happened. As a Dolphins fan, <laughs> uh, I watched that happen, and we were still kind of in uh, tanking for Tua mode, I think, at that point. But... When we released him, I thought that is absolutely awful when they made that move to trade away uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. And then we saw firsthand exactly what he did to us. I was in Pittsburgh for the game. Miami played Pittsburgh where he went off for two interceptions, one that he ran back for a touchdown. Yeah. He was all over the field because he can play every defensive position apparently except for the one that Brian Flores <laughs> tried to put him into. So uh, immediate impact player. Uh, amazing. Great choice. Man. Thank great you. Choice. No, it hurt I, my feelings, but it was a I great know. choice. You know what, though? I think like it's, it's confusing and much as it doesn't make sense with uh with that trade because he was only in a second year right it was a second it was a second yeah. season last yeah. year in yeah. miami's like here yeah, here you go i think long run because i'm actually really optimistic about miami's future i think they've done a really good job scraping SMI. everything yeah, and too. rebuilding i mean look how many draft picks that they had this year and i was very happy with how they how they treated them their free agency was pretty damn good uh i think long run it's gonna be okay it's always tough to be to to be like hey Sorry, you gotta go. We gotta trade you. It's this young generational, possibly generational talent, but I think in the long run, I think it's gonna pay off in dividends uh, for Miami. Do, do they have three first round picks again next year? Am I correct? In that? I think they have two again. Is next it just year. two? They three last year, two this year. Because I, uh, I can't remember if it's Pittsburgh or, or Houston that they held another first round. They over. got Houston's first Houston round. Houston's first, Houston's yeah. first yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I, 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 I remember if they got two for Minka or not. They yeah. got the one for Minka. One for Minka. I think it was two for Tunsil. Yeah. And I think I, I agree with you completely, Matt, on, on all your points. There. I love the direction that they're going, so yeah. I don't want to sound too down on it. I love the Laramie Tunsil trade because I'll, despite the fact that he gets a lot of press, he's a big name. He also leads the league in holding calls every year. I don't know if people are aware of that. But so I was happy when, when they moved him, but I really thought that, okay, so even if you get a first-round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick, he is as good a first-round pick as you're going to get. So right. And Correct. he's young, right? So trading him away, kind of, that one hurt me a lot. And sure enough, he went and dominated. So yeah. uh, that's a miss for us, I think. But again, agreed. I the direction is great. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. The nicest benefit to that, at least, and this is the way I'd look at it, safeties, for some reason, are always a dime a dozen at the draft, and nobody ever values them high. So your chances of at least pulling another top flight safety in late first, early second, at least benefits you there. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, Mink obviously can, can swap across all spots there, but... This is also a very heavy quarter or cornerback class this year, so yeah, agree. They can rebuild that in the next draft and possibly help that out. Agreed, love it, man. 
All right, Ruder. Just patted myself on the back. Yeah, that's an excellent draft pick, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent Thank you. draft pick. <laughs> You're on the clock, Ruder. All right, so what I would do here normally, because I think, uh, obviously, it's a, it's a quarterback league, right? I would normally go with a quarterback here. But using my GM skills, okay. my, my drafting skills, unless Kyle pulls a fast one on me and takes a backup quarterback, I see that he's already locked down Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going to pass on that quarterback position for right now. Okay. And I'm doing a move that none of you might like, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain why I did it. Okay. And I'm going George Kittle. Uh, Fucking asshole. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't expect that response. <laughs> that was going to be my last pick. That was going to be your last pick. Why? I snuck him out. Keyword there is yeah. was. <laughs> that is a keyword. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, you locked him down on a contract. Yeah, I locked him down just now. That was me. I did that. Five years. What was it? $65 million? Yeah, John like that. Lynch didn't do that. That was him. That was me. Behind the scenes, I got him. So... For me, that's another guy. He's just a he's a big bruising talent who's also incredible after he catches the ball. I don't think we could there have been better tight ends, right? But I don't know that I've seen one that after the catch, what what this guy can do. Um but Rob the, Gronkowski's the only one that comes to mind. Bryce, Bryce. That was Eric U. Bryan's still out there. <laughs> hey man, Mark Andrews is there. We, we're not waiting for your next break. Mark Andrews is there. So he is there. So the last reason I said I wanted to build this squad around uh, you know defense and, and rushing, right? So I there's so much running back talent out there in the league. Uh, I can pick one of those after the draft and free agency, right? Yeah. So the reason I'm going George Kittle here is because when I look back at it, and Bryce and I actually had a conversation the other day about it. It was pretty cool. Uh, we were talking though that every team that's found some success recently and dating back for the last few years has had a dominant tight end. Whether that's the New England Patriots and their run, they ran some two tight end sets that featured Rob, Gonk- Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. Uh, you talk about the success that the Eagles have had with uh, Godert and Ertz. New Orleans. You, you talk about New Orleans with, with Jimmy Graham yep. uh, was excellent. Uh, you talk about the success that Atlanta had in the past when they had uh, Gonzalez there. And you can go just team by team. Uh, we, we could talk about uh, Austin, Hooper. Austin Hooper there as well mm-hmm. recently. Uh, just every team, when you look at them up and down, that have made deep postseason runs, you've you've got a dominant tight end. Yes. You could say that about the 49ers last year, yeah. right, with George Kittle. So the Super Bowl, I, Eric Kelsey, uh, excuse me, Kelsey with uh, yeah. I mean, Travis the Super Bowl Kelsey. teams had the one the, the one and two tight ends of the National Football League. Right. Yes, sure. right. I'm gonna do the thing I never want to do as a Bills fan. We've been terrible for 17 years, and name me a tight end that's not Dawson Knox that we've had because it's not easy. Right, <laughs> right. And it, and the thing for me is like, I, I had think, uh, Clay, didn't you? Yeah, Clay didn't go well. Clay <laughs> was good with Tarad. He was good with Tarad. After that, it was. Yeah. I don't think he had more than 500 yards receiving. Brother, he was the number one receiver on that team. He was good. <laughs> no, no, that says something about the rest of that team. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so to line it up, I just thought, you know, a tight end is a position where, first of all, you're creating incredible mismatches if you've got a good tight end. Yes. Right? They're, they're tough to line up against corners because they're usually bigger, so they make themselves excellent goal line threats if you line them up on the outside. You put them on the inside, now they're running with a linebacker, right? They, they create uh, matchup problems all over the field. And if you've got a good one like George Kittle, they're also like another offensive tackle that's yes. out there on the field for, for your run game. So, for sure. Yeah, for, Kittle, uh, can, Kittle can do it all. I like what you said there, too, because he pretty much changed – the 49ers offense like their whole culture on offense yeah uh even when it was i think there was the year jimmy g went down and they had that uh nick mullen i think nick mullins like yeah. george kittle ate that was like that was like his his arrival party right he ate and he did very very good and he gave some optimism for san francisco now that they got all everything else put together uh kittle fits in very nicely uh with that squad so excellent choice thanks man i, I really like a lot of what he just said because it helps lead into Byron. Okay. Last pick. Nice. Here um, we go. 
fifth and final pick. He's got four, oh, I got four, four and five. five here. Four and five. Four and five. <laughs> and, and fourth and fifth final pick. Fourth and fifth. We were going to see if Kyle didn't notice and only give him four guys. <laughs> oh, no. Both of them are in paper already, and they, nice. they both get to piggyback each other. Okay. Nice. Uh, I really respect the point you made about the running backs. Yes. In today's day and age in the NFL, they're unfortunately a dime a dozen, and I can go to next year's draft in the third round and take somebody who's going to produce at least for three years. Um, I was strongly looking at building the trenches on the offensive line. I'm going to pass on that. His comment, building defense... You want you're gonna get stuck on the outside with a tight end. You need a good linebacker. I'm gonna take two linebackers that can play all over the field. Okay. Ooh, great that strategy. Can blitz can also drop into safety cover if need be. I'm gonna go with a 21 year old in Tremaine Edmonds. Nice. Oh, what a great pick. Love it. Love, you do your thing, and then I'm gonna just say I love you after. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to go Isaiah Simmons. I'm going to be the first one to take a rookie off the board here. Like a true two life. I've not seen him on the NFL field yet. Give me Isaiah Simmons, who's now with the Cardinals. That's two guys who I feel like is a linebacker tandem together. There's so much I can play with on the defensive coordinator job there. Yeah. And I think if you add their ages together, they're younger than Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually think you're correct. Yeah. I, think, I, I, I think that might be right. 41 years old total. <laughs> Coming in at a combined age of 41 years old. <laughs> you want to talk about speed and, and the dynamic schemes that you can put together with that linebacking core right there? What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> the ability to shoot blitz when needed to pick up the tight end if need be. And I know for a fact, Simmons played a lot of safety in college. Mm-hmm. So I can slot him back in, in almost like a nickel safety. Yeah. It's going to be a bigger safety, but I have a lot of things I can do with those two. You so can play I'm, him as a nickel cornerback in yeah. some packages too. Yeah, yeah. I will gladly take my chances and have my movable pieces and close my draft for those. Yeah, you got a person that's 6'4", 240 pounds, that ran 4'3". Ah, fuck. <laughs> and, and Simmons? Yes. Yeah, and yeah, then, and then you add in Tremaine Edmonds, who's 6'5". Right. And what, 4'5", uh, 4'6"? Four, four, mm-hmm. That's, that's, a, that's some big bodies hitting you fast. Yes, very fast. And, and <laughs> you've got a lockdown man. corner on your team as well. Right. Yep. So that defense is going to be tough I, on the I'm, second level, man. I'm yeah. not running to get the best defensive ends at that point. I'm taking care of that secondary spot. Yeah. Where I can get the coverage check. Yeah. Considering you didn't touch defense the first couple rounds, uh, that defense is awful strong, buddy. That's, yeah, that's, that's nice. That's, that's what I was hoping it would pan out. That that's literally solid. all you need. That's literally all you need. It that, really is. That's actually a really good draft. Thank you, man. All right. Okay. Ruder, so, last pick. So last pick here. This is probably the first time anyone's ever said last pick and then this name, right? Because uh, he was probably taken first in dodgeball. Just everything. He was... Uh, you know, Red Rover, he's probably the first one. You know what I mean? Just every everything he's ever done has probably been amazing. Because I know he was also a great baseball player. So I'm going with my man, uh, Russell Wilson. Hey. And he took future girl. <laughs> Hooker. <laughs> Wiper. He, he, he does have a nice wife. <laughs> he told me first pick and everything. And a good baseball player. And I was about to pen in Kyler Murray. I was positive for that. Oh, okay. I knew, yeah, yeah, I knew it was call. Russell. Good I knew call. it was good Russell call. coming up. I mean, like, oh, I love that pick. I mean, I'd probably be wrong, but I could argue that he's still the best quarterback that got drafted in our little experiment here. You know, I mean, you could say that, right? You I mean, could is he in make the, the argument. You could make the argument. I could make the argument. Look at the supporting right. cast over the years, dude. No yeah. offensive line. Eh, wide receivers. Eh, tight ends. 
Uh, running backs. Yep. Russell Wilson makes things happen. And, That's a fact. And he, he can make it all happen. He's got a great weapon in George Kittle. He's got a great protector and lead blocker in Quentin Nelson. And then when did Russell Wilson thrive the most when he had that amazing Legion of Boom, incredible defense? And I've got Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack. So, championship. They're going to be getting him the ball back a lot. That's right. And you don't want the ball if you're the opposing team in Russell Wilson's hand all day. It makes shit happen, man. So that's, and he's still, what, 31? Yeah, he's 31. Not, he's barely on his, the wrong side of 30. In his prime. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. prime quarterback years he's right man. now. He's probably going to play until he's 42. Because also, a <laughs> little thing on him is that uh, what I love about him is that he understands. He's a scrambling quarterback. Yes. He's mobile. But he also he knows the game. He knows how to get out of bounds. He knows how to slide. Mm-hmm. He protects himself. He's, he's never, never had a major, yeah, he never had a major injury. Yeah. They had the weird concussion tent thing. Like, a couple years. But other than that, like he's yeah. never... You can depend on him. He's durable, and uh, oh, it's an excellent pick. Excellent Thank choice. You. Thank you. Yeah, I agree 100%. Never missed a game. Well never, done. Never missed a football game. Hey, nope. Dependable. What do you want a quarterback, Bryce? Nope. Dependability. That's a fact. Yeah. I mean, look, at, like we That's all thought fact. Seattle was going to fall huge. I think it was like two years ago. And like I said, nothing. Like Doug, Doug Baldwin was like in and out of IR and... Uh, again, Marshawn retires. All the running backs are broken in half, and like we thought, okay, Seattle's gonna step back for a year. They're gonna reload a bit, and they ended up making. I think they ended up the sixth seed or the fifth seed or something like that. They yeah. stuck into the postseason, yeah. and uh, it was a pretty good run. And yeah, I, I most of it because of Russell Wilson. Very yeah, cool. man, the never the dude never missed a game. First of all, he's never had a losing record. Like your team, eight and eight, I think. What did they do? Eight? No, nine, nine and seven. seven. Nine, nine and seven. seven is his worst record. That's right. Like the man has thrown two hundred and twenty-seven touchdowns and sixty-eight interceptions. He doesn't turn the ball over. It's <laughs> like, still you can't ask for much more than that. It still the irks most- me. Oh my god, Indy was gonna take Luck and Russell Wilson if he fouled them. I think in the third or fourth round. I I don't want to hear you talk about that. <laughs> Buffalo openly said that they were trying to get him in the fourth. They yeah, let me he was get, overvalued in the third. Let me get wow. greedy. Let me get I know. Well, we're Colts fans. We we're the worst. We took T.J. Graham. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I took Andrew Luck. No, <laughs> no we're greedy. We, we like our franchise quarterback. So, um, oh, that would have been that would have been epic. Would have been epic. And see, I, I I told Bryce that I could make an argument for Russell Wilson as the number one guy that was taken today, and then he did it for me. So it was awesome. I, I, I don't Thanks, think anybody's actually what he's already accomplished. I don't think anyone's going to argue that. Yes, yeah, everybody else took potential. You went with current talent. He's like been there, done that. Like yes. he has yeah. the resume to show what he is. Yep. Yeah. He I is think- who we thought he is. <laughs> to be fair, still my favorite fantasy quarterback. Because yes. everybody undervalues him, and he's always there in the sixth round. Yeah. And I can go scoop all my talent, and then throw Russell Wilson out. It's going to be a top five quarterback every time. Mm-hmm. Sir, it's awesome. All right, Matt. All right. My final pick. Final right. pick. I got my. I'm happy with my offense and you know the weapon that I chose. I'm happy with my defense, but uh, I gotta go. I gotta go offensive line here. All right. I think that I feel like when it comes to top five most important positions in the National Football League. Um, I feel like a center is one of the most important positions. And why I say that is because more often than not, centers are centers are that 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 line general, right? They're the they're supposed to be the, they come up and they're supposed to be the the quarterback of the offensive line essentially. They are the extension of the head coach and also the quarterback. One hundred percent. And you know, more often times than not, if you have a good center and your offensive line pieces are, if your center can get everybody and communicate well the offensive line runs pretty smoothly. Uh, so I'm going to 
Going to go homer in this one, uh, again with the Colts. I'm going to go Ryan Kelly here as my center general uh, to protect the offensive line. Help Deshaun Watson out here, right? Uh, we all know. Again, we talked about it when I drafted Deshaun. Very, very piss-poor offensive line history. And you give this guy a, a credible guy who's been around the league for a couple of years. I think he got drafted in 17, 16 or 7. I think it was 17. 17. It was 17. It was Ryan Grigson's like last like the only good thing he did in his tenure uh, with the Colts, but uh, you give him this anchor, he's due for an extension, or they extended, they might have extended him already. I think they extended they him did, last they, year. They did. Uh, dude's a beast. Dude's a beast. If I can't have Quentin Nelson on my offensive line, I want Ryan Kelly. I respect him, man. You like you said, you just explained it perfectly. He he's going to stabilize the offensive line there for you. He's going to be playing for like centers usually play forever. Yeah, so he's going to be there. He might make sure that Deshaun Watson isn't peanut brittle. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent. What? But yeah, man, can I you guess that? One of my favorite parts about the pick is that we're looking here. We're, we're drafting essentially, you know, just twenty guys, right? Some of the biggest names you think could be thrown out there, right? You think you hear things like Odell Beckham Jr. and things mm, like don't that, get me right? Started right? From you know, that. Don't get me started on OBJ. You start hearing shit like that, right? <laughs> And what do we have on this list of 20 players? Three we offensive have, linemen. We have two Colts interior offensive linemen. Yes, yeah, sir. To me, that's that's football fans right there. Yeah, man. man. Right. Man, this, this, this group knows what they're doing. I, I was right. the only one to neglect offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sick of maniacs. Sick of uh, Yeah, you, you, you going up against Ruder's team? Yeesh. Uh, yeah, Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go pull Richie Incognito out of retirement. It's fine. There you go. He'll join yeah. your team too. For I know. Sure. He'll, I'll he'll, call him right now after this, and he'll be like, "Uh, what's the payment? <laughs> Does he, it matter? You can hurt people. I'm in." And he's hitting people with baseball bats. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Looking like Sting out there. <laughs> All right, final pick of the Drop Kicking Unicorns draft so far. Took a look. Lamar Jackson, one. Ronnie Stanley, two. Derwin James, three. Chandler Jones, four. Going to stick with defense because Ed took my fifth and final pick, but it's all good. <laughs> so we're going to go to the opposite side of the ball. And um, I feel like in today's NFL, you need a shutdown corner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's a few of them out there. You got your Gilmores. You know, you got your Lattimores. But um, is he going back to Baltimore? There's a special is guy he in going Baltimore, oh, Marcus Peters. There's a special guy. No, we're not going Juice Man. Oh, you're going Marlon Humphrey. We're going with the better guy and Marlon Humphrey. Wow. And Peters, he got he got the noise, man. We we got him for a fifth round pick. We got him for a fucking uh, a steal. You know, the steal of steals, fifth round pick, and a and a, late, a linebacker that was getting killed. And uh, he came in. He definitely transformed our defense. Um, two pick sixes later. You know, awesome dude. But the guy that um I think you're gonna hear more of his name, especially in the upcoming seasons, is Marlon Humphrey. He's one of those I got that cat type cornerbacks. You know what I'm saying? Who's the best receiver on that team? All right, Marlon, you got that cat. Right. So he's good. not Brent Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> Former Dolphin Brent Grimes, I should point out. Complains about having to move and cover the top cornerback Brent Grimes. Mm. And, and his wife will complain about him having to cover the top wide receiver she, she Brent Grimes. That. She will do that. Let's not talk about it because I don't want to talk shit. Actually, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> She's probably listening. That right? would be gross. She's always listening. Yeah. yeah, fuck you, Brent Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Marlon, um, from when we drafted him, he just like kept improving and now it's to the point where he's checking the best receiver and that receiver is having a hard time getting open. Yeah. Uh, he's, like, I seen him shut down OBJ. I done seen him shut down DeAndre Hopkins. 
the man is a gamer. He goes out. He he takes your best weapon off the field. It makes it a real tough time for them. And on top of that, the man is a playmaker. Like he he had two like phenomenal defensive plays. One against Pittsburgh, where he Juju Smith Schuster catches the ball. He punches it out. Goes and scoops it. Um, while after punching it out to give us some field, prime field position to win that game. Yeah. The Seattle game, like, it's a, a huge game that's going on right now. He goes, recovers the funder that BK Metcalf has just let go. I don't know what, what happened there. But he scoops it and scores, turns the tide in that game. And then New England, another game where fumble recovery scores a touchdown, and then that puts us up another 10, 14 points right there. So um, I love the dude. He's young. He's going to get paid in the next couple of years, and uh, you can line him up anywhere. You can put him at the slot. You can put him at the left corner. You can put him at the right corner. He can check your best receiver, take him out of the game. He checks tight ends. Like, I'm good. I, I know Jalen Ramsey and, like, the big names are out there, and I get it, but give me the young guy who doesn't get the recognition that I watch yep. literally every snap, and I'm good with Marlon Humphrey as my fifth and final pick. I think the nice thing that you benefit off that as well, we talked about receivers being somewhat pre-banana. Half these big-name corners in the league – equally prima donnas yeah. and you got one of them that's not you got the dude that's gonna go out there do his job get paid for doing his job but not complain about it in the process mm-hmm. good no, draft yeah i'm all yeah. for this not too bad for a uh quote-unquote mr irrelevant for today mr irrelevant <laughs> man all right so this is go over the picks of our draft man uh for my team the dropkicking unicorns i went lamar jackson Riley stanley derwin james chandler jones and marlon humphrey Matt, you go Christian McCaffrey, Darius Leonard, uh, Deshaun Watson, Mika Fitzpatrick, and Ryan Kelly. Reuter, you go Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, Quentin Nelson, Greg Kittle, fucker, and then George <laughs> Kittle, excuse me, George Kittle, and then um, Russell Wilson, final pick, and then Kyle, you went Pat Mahomes, Michael Thomas, Trey White, uh, Tremaine Edmonds, and Isaiah Simmons. Guys, phenomenal draft. Excellent. I realized one crazy thing. In a passing league where we all made sure we worked on quarterbacks, only one wide receiver was taken in this draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that speaks to the to the talent level of wide receiver uh, that's out there in the yeah, NFL yeah, right absolutely. now. I think that, I think that's what that is more than anything I, else. This was a few years ago. You might have seen you know your Julio's and your Hopkins go, but now I mean the influx of young talent's incredible. Yes, and I think that's what such a thing was when I looked at that and I made a tab that I wanted Michael Thomas. When I looked down that list until DJ Moore. Everybody was 27 or older on that list. Right. Wow. So it's really like, pretty yeah, cool. all, all the receivers that are in your top 15-ish are hitting their prime. Prime not going to have much yeah. to really prove from there. So it's like, all right, I'm going to get a, this guy, and I've at least got my guy for 10 years. Yeah, that's a fact. And he's productive. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, y'all want to do this a little bonus round real quick? Y'all want to y'all drive head coaches? Ooh, okay. I'll I'm here for quick. it. Real quick. Wow. Right. That would mean you're starting, correct? Oh, okay. If well, if it's reverse, yeah, why not? I'll take it. I'll take the league. Um, I'm going Bill Belichick, greatest head coach of all time. I can only imagine the schemes that he's going to put together with Lamar Jackson as his quarterback. And then, uh, yeah, um, Bill Belichick, Super Bowl. Let's go. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go, go, Doug Peterson. I think he's so underrated as a head coach. He has done so much with so little. Right, the injury bug and everything. He's been, you know, he's been in the postseason the last three years, including a Super Bowl victory with Big Dick Nick. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, he's done a lot. I think he doesn't get enough credit for everything he's dealt with. And like people talk about him being on the hot seat, I'm like, no, this guy's he can be in Philadelphia for a long time. The guy produces so. Uh, Doug Peterson, 
So uh, shout out to Bills fans here. I, I feel like I've got to do it if I'm if I'm moving forward with, with a young coach. Based on the team that I built here, it's going to get the most out of his defensive players, right? I'm going Sean McDermott, man. Hey. I'm not doing that chance, though. I'm, I'm not doing it this I time. I really hoped I'd get him at four. <laughs> oh, oh, I man. didn't think the Dolphins fan would be the, my issue. Hey, I... I'm still mad about at Brian Flores about making Fitzpatrick. So. I, I almost went Flores. It was between Flores and McDermott for me. There maybe McVeigh yeah. could have got a oh, nod just, there. Just, but, just uh, fuck John Harbaugh, Ooh. huh? <laughs> Super well, Bowl figured, winning head coach. I figured, he's, I figured he's just going to come be Belichick's uh, offensive coordinator with all your guys, all Special your Ravens there. Coordinator. Yeah, I like it. All I right. guess I guess I'm twisted into this one. Uh, I'm going to take the Hawaiian shirt wearing Andy Reid. Hey, oh, great can't choice. be mad at that. Great choice. Well, I've only got probably five years with him before he has a heart attack from all the cheeseburgers. Oh, like, come I on. I think he's slimmed down to like three, 400 pounds now, so he might be okay. So where was he at before? Like, God damn. Yeah, 500. He was pushing 455, yeah. He's Yikes. a big boy. He Quarter is a big ton. boy. Custom, big I'm just custom made Hawaiian shirts. Custom made. It's they like have to be. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, Shot, one of my favorite stories with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl was that Andy Reid got one. Because if he went down as, I didn't want him to be that guy, right. you know, quote unquote, the greatest coach to never win one. I, uh, so happy for him because I thought he was so close so many times with the Eagles. Yeah. Never got enough credit there. That's that's he a great choice. Great teams with KC, too, and he just could never, you know, pull it off before that. I, but, I yeah. feel like if I've got Pat Mahomes as my first pick at that point, that was just a logical one after McDermott was gone. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. know they Offense worked together. Genius. Yeah. Offense yeah. Well, that's genius. the thing. I was going McDermott if I could with already having Trey White, Tremaine Evans, and adding him another gadget player, but I'll yeah. make it work. Yeah. Andy Reid, he get you talk about the quarterback whisperer. Like, he just gets the most out of every quarterback that he gets. He had fucking Nick Foles as a Pro Bowl quarterback at one point. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I like did. That crazy season Nick Foles had. He had like a yeah. seven touchdown game or something like that. Or stupid. Something, yes. Something crazy like yes. that. Yes. Dude, two interceptions the whole season. Like Man, 26 touchdowns. Seven touchdowns don't mean anything. Kelly Holcomb did that. Nah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Andy Reid fixed Alex Smith, who was yeah. always good, but never as elevated as he was with yep, Andy Reid. Right. Uh, he did a lot with Dunham and McNabb. Yes. He wasn't Even the most was your backup quarterback. quarterback. Was it Matt Moore? Or who's your, who's your backup quarterback? He filled in for Mahomes for like a game or two, and he played pretty well. I can't remember his name. It is Matt Moore, isn't it? I think it's Matt Moore. Uh, and he played he played pretty well. I mean, he has a great supporting cast, but he played very very well. So, um, but yeah, I like this. Big red it's baby, good time. That is it, guys. Yo, I, listen, I appreciate you guys coming through for this. This is an awesome episode. Is, I'm glad it worked out. Thanks for yeah. having us. Yeah, thank Ruder you for having us. Came up with the idea, man. Thanks for the idea. Great idea. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, before we head out. I want to give you guys an opportunity. Talk y'all shit. Okay. Plug your stuff. <laughs> what can I, where can the people find you? Uh, no, I don't have too much. I'll keep it simple for you guys. Uh, both myself and Kyle are part of the, uh, we call it The Network. We can be found at BICBP-radio.com. I have way too many shows. Kyle's almost at that point. Um, but the one we both share and the reason why we're on today is called The Two Point Conversation, which uh, we do football talk. We do episodes every day of the week. All right. No, weekdays. Monday through Monday through Friday. There's I mean, something. Sometimes it's six days a week. Sometimes. Depending on how, how I'm feeling. Am- or how I'm feeling. you and I are feeling. Yeah. Uh, but we have a great team. We have a team of like 10 people that are interchangeable guests, you know, uh, co-hosts. And we got something for everybody. And I'm most proud of that. But uh, you can listen to us. Uh, BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. We, uh, we have a huge, huge following on our Facebook page, too. So tons of interactive content for people to be a part of. So I hope you join us. So anyone that knows me in, in real life will say, sorry if I meant to, didn't mean to cut you off there, Kyle, if you were ready to go. But I, I did want to say, uh, you know, I'm not one that's just going to plug something if I don't actually enjoy it myself. Like, and uh, 
anyone that knows me will know that and listening to the two point conversation is it's awesome it's, it's awesome it, it really reminds me of uh, just just guys talking football right? yeah. it's, it's not stuffy it's not uh, there's no ego there it's not pretentious. It's just an awesome listen. It's not for guys. That, yeah, it's, it's not it's, bullshit. It's, it's yeah, authentic. It's real. Yeah, it's authentic. It's, it's, uh, Thank you guys. it's a great show, man. It really Thank you is. very much. Love it. And I love what you guys are doing here. You know, when Ed, when you joined this show, uh, I, I could just tell there's something special brewing between you and Bryce. You guys have a good chemistry, really good chemistry, and uh, it's taking a, like a much more serious tone. And I love what you guys got going on here. But Kyle, do you have? I was you just to, gonna plug one more here. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Since I mean. We've all got our other babies we're working on, but yeah. the one I'm really trying to grow still, I uh, I do have Seven Wing Six, a food-based podcast where we try all of the chicken wings in Buffalo to see who has the best one. I need to get on that show. Oh, awesome. we are working and scheduling, so... Yes, yes, yes. We'll I, be scheduling October. We're actually going to take September off. We've got some pre-taped stuff, okay. but... Uh, we can pick up October and start working on scheduling. I will be there. I am sporting my enthusiasm for that idea. I can bring, I can bring out the sport your enthusiasm, boys. I'm more than happy to do a group with that. Wing uh, challenge. I love it. I'm in. And I have I have a local wing spot that I'm not getting much buzz, but I'm going to bring them on there. We're going to talk about it on the show. Perfect. That's We can do that as one. We'll Generally, we do a medium, the hottest wing the place has, and a specialty or guest choice. So. Okay. And I immediately uh, rescind on my offer to come on the show. If I, if, I, if I have to do the hot one, is that a thing? Um, depending on what one it is, if his place only has like an extra hot, it's not gonna be bad. If okay. it's, we've we've gotten ourselves in some some BS. Usually, we try to do that for our group of three to go to the crazy atomics. Uh, I hurt myself last week. Not even gonna say I didn't. Uh, we did a hot ones style show. And I was on the ground in pain at the end Ooh. of that show. So. I'm known to cry, Kyle. I'm a bit of a crier. <laughs> so my, my I'm a little, I'm a little Billy Bob as well, so you're fine. Okay, good. They do I'll video content, too, so it's going to work out oh, very well. It's going to be excellent. Very well. The fans Thanks. will love it. Well, you just want to make sure that Bryce is going to a place that's not going to have a suicide or atomic wing. That's right. I'm going to assure that I get the hottest wing that we could possibly find. <laughs> and then we're going to add some extra sauce. <laughs> Give me a glass of milk. I'll be fine. Oh, that, there's nothing saying you can't do that. We've done that before. <laughs> it's excellent, then. I'm good. I'm back in. All right, guys. And listen, I appreciate you guys again. This is an awesome episode, man. I'm really looking forward to people hearing it and listening back to myself. I think I'm going to definitely listen to this a couple of times myself. So um, if you are listening to this episode, we do appreciate you. Make sure that you go and like us on Facebook, Sports Your Enthusiasm Sports Podcast. Make sure you go and follow us on Twitter at SYEPod. Uh, email us some some yeah. Email us some feedback. Uh, what you guys think of this episode? Who do you guys think had the best draft? Um, like all that. Sports your enthusiasm podcast at gmail.com. I gotta make that shorter. I know, but for now, sports your enthusiasm podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, drink more water. Boom. What is this? Purify water. Drink more of it. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Drink lots of water. You guys, anything else? That? Until next time, sport your enthusiasm. <laughs> is good. <laughs>